Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Our knowledge of the universe is always expanding, much like the universe itself. This means that we occasionally discover something new or come up with a new model to explain data that we didn't quite understand before. One such astronomical phenomena is the magnetar, a type of powerful neutron star, the existence of which was first proposed in 1979. That year, astronomers suggested that certain blasts of gamma and X-ray radiation and radio pulses might be explained by stars with exceptionally powerful magnetic fields. Since then, astronomers have identified dozens of such magnetars in and around the Milky Way. If you're curious about what a magnetar is, how they come to exist in the galaxy, and why astronomers consider them among the scariest objects in the universe, this episode is for you. First, let's talk about how magnetars are born. Stars go through a life cycle, like everything else in the universe. What happens to a star at the end of its life depends on the mass of the star. For example, our sun is expected to grow into a red giant, then become a planetary nebula, then turn into a white dwarf star. More massive stars can explode into supergiants, erupt into supernova, and then become either a neutron star or a black hole. Magnetars are the remnants of those massive stars which have exploded in a supernova and collapsed into a neutron star. While astronomers don't yet know what causes a supernova to result in a magnetar instead of a normal neutron star or pulsar, some hypothesize that it has to do with the original star's rotational speed. In any case, magnetars are neutron stars with magnetic fields of approximately 10 to the power of 13 to 10 to the power of 15 gauss, which is a measure of magnetic density. This is a scale of magnetic power that's hard to conceive, but let's just say that magnetars are considered to be the most powerful magnetic objects in the known universe. Scientists have confirmed the presence of 23 known magnetars, and another six are waiting additional data to confirm if they meet the criteria to be considered. Many of these are located in the Milky Way, but don't worry, none are close to Earth. The nearest is about 9,000 light-years away in the constellation Carina. Another is some 20,000 light-years away in Aquila, and yet another is about 50,000 light-years away in Sagittarius. These distances are obviously far beyond anywhere we've explored in our galaxy, or even sent probes like Voyager 1 or 2 to visit. While the stellar life cycle that leads to a magnetar can take millions or billions of years, magnetars themselves have a relatively short cosmic life. The magnetic field of a magnetar begins to decay after roughly 10,000 years. This means that the magnetars that we see in our galaxy today are just a few of the many magnetars that have ever existed. Scientists estimate that there may be as many 30 million inactive magnetars in the Milky Way alone. Okay, but how do magnetars compare with the power of black holes? Black holes are also certainly not the kind of thing we'd want close to Earth. Before the article this episode is based on, House to Fork spoke via email with Phil Plate, the astronomer who shares his insights under the moniker Bad Astronomer. He explained that it depends on what force you're measuring. Quote, the gravity from the black hole will always be stronger because the lowest mass black hole is always more massive than the most massive neutron star. But the magnetism of the magnetar will be stronger in general. Luckily, we'll never have to worry about encountering a black hole or magnetar close to Earth, but both could theoretically impact us here on Earth, even from far away. Plate said, 
If a stellar mass black hole eats something, it could blast out radiation. But even then, I doubt it would be as strongly felt from halfway across the galaxy as the 2004 Meghdatar event. That event was a massive gamma and X-ray blast from the aforementioned Meghdatar that's 50,000 light years away in Sagittarius. The blast passed over Earth in 2004 and caused disruptions to satellite technology, among other issues. Okay, so Meghdatars are indeed scary, but how present is the threat, if at all? A plate said, I am worried about Meghdatars, given what happened in 2004. The one responsible is exceptionally powerful. I don't think that any that strong are closer to Earth, but the impact on Earth gets stronger with the inverse of the distance squared. If one were one-fifth that distance, the impact would be 25 times stronger. Not only would a strong magnetar pulse affect our electronics and other technology, but one with enough strength would affect our physiology, including the bioelectricity in our bodies and between the atoms that make up everything we know. Let's just say we should all be glad that the nearest known magnetar is 9,000 light years away. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Are Magnetars So Scary? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Valerie Stemack. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.